You're listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals. Hello, everyone. This is Liz Harvey coming to you from our studios in New York City, where we are dedicated to bringing you top-quality advice from many of the leading expert professionals across the U.S. In today's episode, we are speaking with chiropractor Dr. Greg Rubenstein. Dr. Rubenstein is the founder of 57th Street Chiropractic, located in the heart of Midtown Manhattan, where he has been practicing since 1993. He specializes in pediatric and family care, and Dr. Rubenstein is a long-standing member of the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association. He has been serving as vice president of the New York Chiropractic Council. For his hard work and dedication, he was selected as the recipient of the Beacon Award, which is the highest award given by the New York Chiropractic Council, also known as the Chiropractor of the Year for New York State. He's done extensive work in Ethiopia, bringing pediatric chiropractic care to impoverished children. Dr. Rubenstein is widely considered to be one of the top chiropractors in the U.S., and he's also a contributing member of our national network of industry professionals. Today we are going to talk about a very important topic, health resolutions for 2022. Hello, Dr. Rubenstein. How are you today? I'm doing great, Liz. Good morning. Thanks for having me on again. Well, thank you so much for joining me again. So, from your perspective as a chiropractor practicing natural and holistic health care, in what ways do you think people can improve their mental health in 2022? Well, I'm not a mental health expert. We do talk a lot about the mind-body connection, but I think the biggest key here for 2022 is lowering your stress levels. You know, we've been basically running around for the past year and a half or two years, you know, with our foot firmly pressed on the gas pedal as hard as we can. and We've been in a state of stress, and I'm seeing a lot of health issues coming into our office that seem to be stress-related. I'm seeing an awful lot of new patients coming in and you know I thought that we were going to be super quiet with the pandemic but it seemed to have stirred up a lot of things people are working from home they're not really working at proper desks they're like you know sitting on their couch with their laptops um, but also their stress levels are high you know there's a lot of uncertainty and so I think the biggest thing is are using the tips you know out there to kind of reduce your stress level and, you know, we can help you with the physical manifestations of stress, the tight muscles, the headaches, the, the aches and pains that come along with it. Um, but really, we need to lower our stress level, I think, is the biggest thing for 2022. All right. And why should getting a better night's sleep still be a top pri health resolution for people? You know, getting enough sleep is, is so important, and it almost kind of dovetails with, you know, the question you asked before, you know, because when people are stressed out, you know, their body goes into sympathetic overdrive, and we're cranking out cortisol and adrenaline, so our body chemistry is different, and if you live in that chemistry for a long time, you know, sleep is where your body starts to rest, recuperate, and heal, and particularly that last one, you know, rest is when the body heals, so it's so important for our recovery and healing that we get more rest. When you're feeling, quote-unquote, sick, right, you're tired, you're achy, your joints feel good, it's not like your body's telling you, hey, let's fire up and run a marathon. It's telling you, hey, stay home and rest because that's when the body heals. So listening to the body's cues and not overriding it by just having another cup of coffee or whatever um, will definitely help you if you listen to your body and when it's asking you to rest more, you rest more because that's when it heals. There's only a certain amount of energy 
in the body for healing, running, and regulating. And, you know, if there's not enough recuperative time, the body's not going to heal as efficiently. So rest is every bit as important as um, anything else in the healing process, um, you know, as, and couples well with lowering your stress levels because sometimes when people are stressed and their mind is active, they don't sleep so well. So those two almost go in hand in hand and really important, especially in this year after, or not even, I was going to say after the pandemic, but still in the midst of this pandemic. And can you explain how improving our posture can make us healthier? Absolutely. You know, having good posture is more important than we think, you know, especially now. You know, I look at kids. I was at Thanksgiving dinner um, a couple weeks back, and I looked at my nephew. I looked over him, and his head was completely flexed forward as he was 100% engaged in his iPhone. Um, And we're seeing this forward head posture in all the kids, you know, coming into the office now. So that's just one aspect of posture, right? You know, sitting straight in your chair and, you know, good sleep posture and, and, you know, good work posture at your workstation. All these things are so important because when your posture is not so good, your body or your spine is more um, subluxated or misaligned, right? It puts stress on the spine. Then the vertebrae start to misalign. When the vertebrae misalign, they irritate the nerves. That can cause more pain. And those same nerves also, you know, control your heart, lungs, kidney, spleen, and intestines. So it's important that there's no irritation to the nerves. Good posture is a great way to prevent subluxations, which are the misalignments that chiropractors treat and adjust. So I think having good posture is important, and it's not just sitting at your desk, but it's when you're using your phone, when you're sleeping, when you're sitting at the couch. So there's so many different things when you're driving, when you're doing dishes, that we need to be aware of our posture and do these things to make sure that we're standing tall, we're using our spine efficiently, and we're not stressing it and leading to the subluxation patterns that cause people pain and problems. All right. And getting more exercise is a New Year's resolution on almost everyone's list. Are you seeing any new trends for 2022, or should we keep incorporating yoga, cardio, and weight training? Well, I haven't seen anything new on the exercise scene that's really like rocking my socks off here. You know, they have those home mirrors and, you know, they have the Pelotons that you can do at home. So it seems like there's a lot more accessibility to good exercise equipment, but I don't think there's anything super new on the scene. And the thing about an exercise program or exercising, it needs to be compelling to the individual. You know, I might love to run and I might love to, you know, lift weights, but someone else might absolutely hate lifting weights and might prefer doing yoga or might prefer swimming. So whatever the exercise that you pick for your New Year's resolution, it's got to be compelling to you and something that you're going to enjoy and consider fun and hopefully something you can do with other people and, and establish some accountability. So if you're looking to get exercise in this year, which is always a great idea, Um, you know, grab an accountability partner or someone who's willing to work out with you. That way, you know, if you're not feeling so great, you're thinking about canceling, well, you know, you got that other person to consider. So those are great ideas. But as far as like anything new out there, um, you know, explore, just make sure whatever exercise you pick is something you enjoy doing and something that's compelling and that'll keep you doing it so you'll get healthy and be consistent with your, your exercise. All right. And lastly, if people want to seek natural healthcare alternatives to drugs and surgery in 2022, what type of medical professionals should they seek out? Well, I would say any professional that's non-medical, right? You want to see a chiropractor that doesn't prescribe drugs. You want to see an acupuncturist who does not incorporate drug therapy. You maybe want to see a physical therapist. 
Um, you know, I might be a little partial to chiropractors because we've always been kind of the thought leaders in natural health and healing. And, you know, when we first came out and talked about, you know, no drugs, no surgery, you know, trust in your body's ability to heal, um, you know, everyone thought we were crazy. But now we look at how the opioid epidemic has impacted every community um, in our country. And the stats are staggering, right? 62,000 people are believed to have died from opioid overdoses in 2017. I think more than 50% of regular opioid users started with lower back pain. Um, and that's from the National Institute of Health, that statistic. Um, and then there's, you know, the epi epi economic fallout from the epidemic of, you know, heroin and prescription painkillers, you know, and that's on track to cost $500 billion, um, you know, in the, in the past, like, you know, two to three years. So it's really important that, you know, people look to find alternative solutions and don't start with drugs because, you know, chiropractic care is safe, it's proven, it's drug-free pain treatment. And there's a lot of information. You know, chiropractors are highly trained in treating nerve, muscle, and, you know, health and bone conditions um, due to the emphasis on the spine. Um, it's non-surgical, and the rationale to pain management and neuromusculoskeletal conditions is amazing. And, you know, it just improves the quality and function of your spine, which leads to less pain, better function, and a healthier life. So that's really important to understand. And there's more statistics, you know, that you know, was done back in 2007, people who saw a chiropractor had 60% fewer hospitalizations, meaning less admissions to the hospitals, 60% um, less hospital days, 62% less outpatient surgeries, an 85% decrease in pharmaceutical costs. So seeking out natural care, of course, I would always prefer with a chiropractor, but there are other solutions out there. We're not the only game in town, but I certainly think we're one of the best. And so, you know, when, when you go, you know, it's a lot easier to just take a pill rather than to show up at a chiropractor's office or report for physical therapy or see an acupuncturist. You know, taking a pill is easy, but it's not always the best course of action because there can be repercussions. So we always try to recommend natural and drugless first. All right. Well, thank you, Dr. Rubenstein. We know you're busy, so I want to thank you for all of your time and help today. You're awesome, Liz. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate being on. All right, and for our listeners across the country, if you're interested in speaking with Dr. Greg Rubenstein, you can either go online to www.chiropractormidtown.com or call 212-977-7094 to schedule an appointment. And on behalf of our team, we want to thank you for listening, and we look forward to bringing you more top-quality content from our country's leading experts. You've been listening to RazorCast, USA's hottest podcast, bringing you cutting-edge interviews from leading industry professionals.